Okay, here's the writer draft read through. Uh, here's your script today to take a look and we'll practice. Oh boy. You know, Mr. Renzo, you do good work and I know you try your best, but one thing I do have to mention, you wrote, I'm not joking. The world is big and a lot of stuff has happened. Well, I think that's true as a true statement. That's, that's like, yeah. it's true, dumb, isn't it? That's a dumb, 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 dumb. Okay. No, that's probably the most obvious understatement ever. The world is big and lots of stuff has happened. <laughs> I guess, then you put it that way. I'm going to try to make every essay I make start with that line from that one. And ju I'm just going to see what happens. I think you need more stuff. Yeah, that's oh. probably true. The world is big and lots of stuff has happened. SEL for dummies. <laughs> the world is big and lots of stuff has happened. The Mr. Manzo story. Good morning, everyone. Today is Monday, December 6th, 2021. How are you feeling? Are you connected to our school? What about to some people in our school? Are you feeling connected with your teachers? What about with your classmates and peers? How are your relationships going? How are you feeling? How you feel matters. Just emotions matter. And because this month, or at least this week and next, we are talking about connections. A huge part of school is about connections. Sometimes we talk about these things in terms of ELA class. And in particular, we talk about text-to-text -text connections, text-to-self connections, and text-to-world connections. Text-to-text -text connections are about seeing relationships between different texts or connections with the same text. That really means connections between the same medium because, remember, text is not just writing. Text can mean content as in a connection between one song and another song, or connections between films, stories, and ideas. And connections can also be patterns with the same piece of writing, piece of music, piece of art, a piece of whatever. You get the idea. These patterns are sometimes obvious and intentional from the creator and sometimes hidden so well they are hard to spot. The way these connections are presented is part of what we call craft. Song craft, writer's craft, choreographer's craft, and artistic craft. Text itself is seeing a connection between something read or seen or heard and some part of your own life. So that is like the connection between what's happening for a character in a story or a song or a movie and what's happened or happening or could happen for you. You are seeing connecting between something in your life and some type of text. These types of connections are sometimes made strongest when there is the awareness of emotion information. That is, you recognize a feeling that connects something for you. A lot of text-to-self connections are made through experience. The more things you do and try, the wider your experience is. Experience is a tremendous form of learning and a really great way to build connections in your life. Text to world is a connection between some type of content, book, article, song, art, or historical text, and something you know about from someone else. Maybe a family story or something you heard from a friend, or something you know about from the news or the world. Text to world connections increase with the more things you learn about. The world is big and lots of stuff has happened. and it's happening and will be happening, and you can learn about it. In fact, that's a huge part of the way school is built. We want to build a wide and strong foundation for learning. The more things you know about, the more connections you make, and then you can choose to go deeper on the things that are more interesting for you. So that's a lot about one type of learning. Let's call it school-based, academic learning. But you know what connections are just as important for folks our age? And arguably all ages, but 
anywho, social learning. Social learning is about learning from peers through the process of observation, interaction, and building and maintaining healthy relationships. Kindness is important. Kindness with yourself and others. Patience is important. It's patience for yourself and others. Don't worry, there's not a quiz on this. Just dropping some language. You'll also need to understand that building and maintaining healthy relationships require energy. You have to be willing to give energy to this, not all the time, but some of the time. And maybe even during times when you don't want to. Then you have to have some good feelings in their presence. Humor, joy, excitement, whatever it is. But let's make it simpler and more fun. This is something that can really help you connect with others and build healthy relationships. It's called Kitchen Game. You need to be able to make at least one good thing in the kitchen. Why? Because all humans eat food. In our culture, it can be an act of care and thoughtfulness to make food for another person. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be exotic. It doesn't have to be complex. As in Mr. Manzo's favorite breakfast, runny egg over cold pizza. Mm. What? Yes, it's true. My favorite breakfast is a runny egg over cold pizza. Oh my, that's disgusting. That's gross. That's, that's hella nasty. You're picking up nobody with that kitchen <sighs> game. I'm married. I already picked somebody up. She loves runny egg. Oh, that's the, actually, she doesn't. She thinks it's disgusting. Okay, moving on. Here are some interviews with people sharing their kitchen game. How good is your kitchen game? And what can you cook in the kitchen? Um, I think... My game in the kitchen is pretty good, and I can cook a lot of things in the kitchen, like pasta and cookies and cake, and yeah. Well, uh, I'm Italian, and I make a really good uh, bolognese sauce, and my husband loves it, and my family makes homemade ravioli, and so I learned how to make it from my aunts. What is your kicking game like? What is your kitchen game like? I have strong kitchen game. Um, I cook for my family and I like to make uh, healthy recipes. So I like to take recipes that are generally maybe not as healthy and do a little modification to make things healthy. We're also vegetarian, so I take a lot of meat recipes and switch them to be plant-based. Um, my favorite food to make at home, I think is probably refried beans. I have a really good refried bean recipe um, that's great for making like bean and cheese burritos or on the side of food. And I also have a really good um, tortilla soup recipe. I really enjoy cooking for myself and others. Uh, I took a class, ramen, uh, fettuccine alfredo, from everything has to be from scratch though. My kitchen game is good. I like to bake. So I like to bake cookies and cakes and pies, stuff like that. What's your kitchen game like? What do you make in the kitchen that you are like, that's my jam? Well, lately during the pandemic, I've been uh, deep frying everything. And I know that's not healthy, but I, I seek comfort food from time to time, especially in the winter. So I've been deep frying chicken. And we've also been doing uh, deep frying eggplant to make eggplant parmesan, which if you've never tried it, man, it's a delicious dinner that is meatless. And I am, I'm on it now. How good is your cooking game and what do you like to cook? So good. I like to cook eggs. <laughs> oh, I like to cook pancakes. Kitchen game. I think my go-to is uh, ingredients from Trader Joe's and pizza from scratch. So I have fabulous kitchen game. I am a good cook. I love to cook. I love feeding my family. It's actually a great source of pride as a mom. Um, I am Palestinian, so I make a lot of Arabic food. 
Arabic food is basically Mediterranean diet. Lots of vegetables, lots of olive oil, lots of spices. Um, I, too, cook a lot of vegetarian things, but some of the things that my kids like the best are stuffed grape leaves um, and rolled cabbage. And um, I also cook lots of other kinds of cuisines. I make an amazing lasagna and, um, and my own pasta sauce. What's your kitchen game like? Do you like to cook? Yes, I do. I was a chef prior to becoming a teacher. Literally taking scraps of stuff and turning it into an amazing meal with herbs or butter or various um, seasonings. Um, oh, one of the best things was taking leftover mashed potatoes and with some pancetta and made a kind of deconstructed um, Benedict for brunch. I tried to cook pretty healthy last Sunday. I made a sweet potato curry soup. It turned out really good <laughs> with some great. kale, of course, because hey, we live in Seattle. Everything has to have kale in it. So here's your homework. Somewhere in some place you either stay or have stayed, there's some food that was made or delivered or brought home. What was your favorite? Start there. That's a good beginning. Learn to cook what you like to eat. Maybe someone helped teach you to make it. Then practice when you can and learn to make it for someone else. Here's a connection we want you to make from all this. You can sometimes think of relationships like meals. That is, sometimes they are super tasty and sometimes they're kind of bland. Really, you want them to be more good than bad, but they can't all be the best thing you've ever had. You can love apples in one dish, but not in another. And you can do a lot with simple ingredients when you give energy to practice cooking. You can't stop eating altogether just because of one bad meal. But that doesn't mean you always have to keep eating something that is rotten. Sometimes you just need to walk away. And sometimes things that don't taste good at first taste better over time as your taste buds develop. In your life, you will want to try a variety of different foods. You will want to be able to learn to cook for yourself and for others. You will also want to learn how to accept food from others. All of these skills take time to figure out, which is why we are doing this work. Thinking about this language around food and a good kitchen game might be a way to start thinking about human behavior. For sure, people are more complex than paella, although you should try to make paella. For sure, sometimes people are spicier in their behavior choices, but all in all, practice in one place can build skills in another. That's what connections are all about. If you find yourself in a relationship that is more bad than good, talk to the person or talk to a trusted adult or friend to get some support. The adult world is full of people who make a living helping others with their relationships. Mostly because some of these very skills were not taught or learned in middle school. So good luck with your relationships and your kitchen game. And make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. The world is big and lots of stuff has happened.